Mr. Fortin, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. us. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I'm excited. This is the first one since quarantine, I think. This is the first podcast. Oh, damn. Nice. Are you guys back to doing scrambled eggs or? No, we haven't like done one, really. No reason. We no. just haven't. Just, <laughs> just haven't. <laughs> it's just been, you know, you all have lived this year also. You understand? Yeah, yeah exactly. We know what it is. That's okay. I went to his apartment and stole his barbecue from him. So. Jim's? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, like, I need a new barbecue. He was like, free barbecue on Facebook. And I was like, I'm going to take full advantage of yeah, this. Like, uh, yeah, this guy will take that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't been over there since... Uh, since COVID ruined everyone's lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we all know what it is. <laughs> We've all been there. Lives have all been equally ruined. Yeah, man. What have, did you guys quarantine though? Like, did you stay at home in your houses for like a strict amount of time? The first little bit, I was very serious about it. Yeah. And then I got far less serious about it as time went on. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, nice. That nice. was exactly how I felt. It was like the first two weeks. I was like, "Okay," and because we were—I mean, you, you, we got the all the payment stuff. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. There was no reason to be going out. Like comedy didn't exist anymore. Like mm-hmm. the gym was shut down, so there was no reason to leave. So I was like, going back and forth between the like my house and my girl's house, and that was like it. And just like <laughs> other than that, like literally not going anywhere, seeing anyone, or touching people, and. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. No, I was, uh, well the first, yeah, couple months of it was like full on, just stay at home chilling. Like it, 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 it work dropped off a lot. And then, um, yeah, I mean, you're getting paid. It's like, okay. I mean, yeah, I'd fucking, you know, I, I think like everyone, I was like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it, it's, it's cool. everyone, right. I'm like, oh, I had such a great year plan for all these cool things and stuff. <laughs> And, uh, but then I kind of got over myself I was like, I guess playing fucking Warzone all day isn't that bad of a fate. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That was the, I don't know. It was hard. Like it was hard to be positive. It wasn't, it was hard to be positive. It was also like really easy to be positive. <laughs> like whenever people were complaining about stuff, I was like, bro, t- explain to me what you did today. And then tell me again that you had a bad day. Go ahead. Like, oh, you woke up at noon, had some cereal, watched a couple shows, took a nap, like, made dinner with your girlfriend, and then went to bed? Like, go ahead and tell me that was a horrible day again. <laughs> go ahead and tell me that. Uh, it depends on who you're living with as your girlfriend, I guess, <laughs> yeah, I man. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't make it. We were a no-go. We were one of the... Oh, you were one of the COVID... Uh... Yeah, COVID breakups, yeah. COVID divorce. Oh, like, no. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are giving me in trouble. I got in trouble last time. I was on the, because we broke up and then got back together. And then during the relationship, she brought up that she like listened to the two girls oh, one broadcast. Once, and I said something. She was, she was wrong, but. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's... no it was well, pretty... it wasn't us though. So not no, our fault. It wasn't you guys. But Hopefully sure... she doesn't find that one. I don't know if there's <laughs> anything bad. Maybe there I don't was. Know. Dude, I've gotten in trouble for, I was thinking about that today on the way over here. I was like, man, I can't say, I got to stop talking about girls on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I ever got yelled at for a podcast, it was because of some shit I said. Like podcasts have ruined like two almost relationships for me. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty really? Good. Yeah. I mean, it's also a great way to weed 
weed girls out though. Interesting. Because it's like I don't know. I'm gonna say this stuff at some point. You might as well listen to the podcast and hmm. hear it. Was it about them or just your general no, just views me, on yeah, the world? They're like, eh, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was always uh, like stuff with the stuff that I said about girls. The first time it was like this one girl got mad because I was talking about like. I don't know. There was one summer. I was like 23 or 24 or something like that. And mm. it was just like summer. And I was just being 23. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I had these like three friends with benefits. And then like a year later, I was like talking about it on a podcast. And some girl that I was like kind of seeing was like, I listened to your podcast. And like you were like fucking three girls at the same time. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Who hasn't been there, though, is the real question. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. And that's the thing. Is like, if you're going to get mad at that, then at least you got mad at that from a podcast instead of, like, some shit that I'm going to do in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. You're mad at last year, Alex, not right now, Alex. It was yeah. way worse. Yeah. <laughs> not way worse, just more immediate to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. You're a dating app guy as well, aren't you? Uh, not Sometimes. currently, but okay. yeah, okay. I, I was for the, the be- I from the beginning of Tinder until like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, ago. I don't know. It's there's kind of a weird impasse where everyone on there sort of knows you're probably talking to a few other people. Yeah, but well, it's yeah, kind of this weird unspoken agreement. Yeah, I guess I've never thought about that, but it's like, yeah, you know that you're not the only person this person mm-hmm. is messaging. Yeah. Whereas, like, if someone's texting you, it feels a lot like, oh, I'm the only boy that she's per- texting. <laughs> yeah, Speak exactly. for yourselves, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's, like, kind of this weird unspoken thing. Yeah. And then, but then, I don't know, you sort of escalate depending... I don't know. It's just a weird world we find you, ourselves in. Yeah, it's And everyone kind of agrees with it. And then when a chick's like, you're talking to other girls, it's like, yeah, bitch, I have like 200 <laughs> yeah. likes on Tinder. Like, yeah, bitch. It, there's at least one other one. <laughs> I actually got caught one time. Like, out, Dude, What do you mean caught? Like caught out on a date by like a girl. I'd, Ooh, I went on a date with damn. her. The day before, oh, and then she saw the same me location? on a date with a different girl. <laughs> yeah, did the you next go to the same day. place? Uh, White Ave. I mean, it was like kind oh, of general Not the same like exact restaurant. No, okay. it wasn't at the, the exact same, same table. Like, no, 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 I went to the restaurant where the other girl was a waitress yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so shit. So what happened? She messaged me. She's like, "I saw you," and I was like, "Oh." I was like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> That's the best way to reply to that is, "Oh." question mark <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. All, that's the only answer go on <laughs> and then it was like she's definitely like a seven and a half or no. something <laughs> and i was like and i was like yeah you're like, yeah but you're a seven so yeah. <laughs> hmm. Don't say so that. did uh what happened after that uh never talked to the the one before like the, <laughs> yeah. the one that was yeah the the girl that i went on the date with the day before that found me, yeah. never talked to her again. Oh, really? That's so funny. That's funny. Which I is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. That was cool. I guess she did it in like the most reasonable way. I'm I would... texting you, not like fucking making a yeah, scene like or whatever. Over. But like, I don't even understand texting you at that point. Like, yeah, I would just be like, okay, that person obviously. Could have been my fucking sister, man. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Like... Exactly. That's why I'm surprised you didn't say like, yeah, I mean, it was just catching up with my sister. <laughs> also, yeah, how did you meet girl number <laughs> All right, one? Luke and Leia. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I was like, oh, no, baby, I would never do that. <laughs> what? Me? It was a client. I have a twin. That actually is a pretty good fallback. 
mm-hmm. because of is our the client is, is the client thing yeah plausible deniability yeah, yeah there was one time I, I went out on a like a really shitty date and the girl was like 15 pounds heavier than her profile pics were nice and it was more than 15 it's probably like, <laughs> probably more like 25 30 but and uh i said to the waitress i was like shit this client of mine <laughs> This client of mine is fat as fuck, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. That is the plausible deniability, though. That's for sure. It really is. Yeah. It's also, yeah, that's good because you guys in your business, like, you'd oh, yeah. be going out for a fancy dinner and, like, it makes sense. Yeah. If yeah, I exactly. go out for a fancy dinner with the girl, I'm like, she was a client. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Like, who? Wow. Fuck. You said there was a story you were going to tell us about some confrontation. Confrontation. Oh, it wasn't a co- no, no, that wasn't that exciting of a story. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to have to explain the other part of the story first. But oh, okay, because yeah, COVID's like I don't know. I feel like I've, I was thinking about this today in the shower um, <laughs> after some marijuana, and <laughs> I was thinking about how like my whole I've basically graduated school ten years ago. Like my this would have been like my first like 10 year anniversaries of not going to school yeah sure yeah okay so yeah graduated uh, 2010 is now 2020 years this is your 10th anniversary yeah yeah so i was thinking about that but it feels like that whole 10 years is like the same amount of time as the three years that high school was Mm. Mm. i actually know exactly what you're saying and i honestly i totally agree yeah, yeah, it's no, like that the, makes sense. the experience of like how much like things changed and people I met and like mm-hmm. like things that I started and ended and like relationships and friends you make and all it like seems to be the same amount of shit happened. Mm, yeah, in like my eighteen to twenty eight as it did in all of high school. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it kind of feels like COVID also is like that same amount of time (laughs) 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 it's six months three years and ten years but it's all the same it's all the same it's all the same time yes no i know exactly what you're getting at yeah man oh well so covid during it felt so long like so painfully days would drag the yeah days weeks but then when you look back at it you're like Oh, that wasn't so bad. It flew by. Like, but well, but I, during it, it felt so long. I don't know. It, I don't. Maybe it was just my life is weird. But like, so much happened <laughs> during COVID for me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, and also in the world, it just felt like like just everything was going wrong immediately. It was like, well, Australia's on fire, and then Kobe died, and then like just everything else mm-hmm. was bad, mm-hmm. and then my brother and my mom both moved internationally my brother oh really yeah my brother moved to norway he got a job in norway oh and he moved like february 1st or something so he was like moving into norway like getting his like immigration papers and stuff and they're like all right we're shutting the whole world down the whole thing's getting shut down (laughs) did he get sent home or did he get to no he like that is home he's like there if he has a Visa or whatever. Well, yeah, and he worked. He's like working from home, so he's just at like just in his Norwegian apartment. Yeah, Norwegian apartment can't go really do anything. I'm assuming now there may be more open, but actually, yeah. So. Nor- well, it was really interesting because he I, people are stupid, is what I've learned during this. Also, people like can't understand simple concepts. So the virus started in China, from mm-hmm. what we understand, and it spread, and then it 
went through Europe and then it had to hop an ocean. So it came to us last. Mm -hmm. So my brother was in Norway, like doing, they went into like full lockdown and they went like, you could read about Europe's lockdown. Like, well, we still didn't really have any cases. And then it came over here. And that was was shocking to me because you like, I remember reading about like Italy not shutting down Mm -hmm. and Spain not shutting down and then other countries that did shut down. And then it was like, oh, the countries that shut down were fine. And Spain and Italy have all these insane amount of cases. Mm-hmm. And then it came over here. And then people were like, well, we, we don't have to shut down. It, that's not going to fix anything. And I was like, bro, literally, like, it, there's, we, are, we got lucky enough to be the ones who already have the evidence of how to mm-hmm. deal with this. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting talking to my brother because he got everything, like, basically almost exactly, like, three weeks before us like they shut down three weeks before us they opened up three weeks before right, us. Okay. like they had the masks and stuff and now they're like almost normal oh really okay yeah. but also i mean he lives in norway so it's like a country of three million people and it's like it's not a huge population density mm-hmm. everyone is very socialist so they have great health care and everyone was already kind of in a position where like ah you can take a few days off and not really worry about it <laughs> So like, Fair. yeah, yeah. I think that's part of America's like biggest problem is that there's so many people that are so fucked having to take a month off. Yeah. It's well, like that's exactly it, right? Is like they don't have. Well, I don't know. It's a lot of issue. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold that for the rest Good of the recovery. episode. <laughs> <laughs> smooth, smooth. Okay. It like it screws on if you want. It's just like a clamp. You have to like. That's okay. Well, I'll deal with it. He's got, you, he's you got keep, biceps, right. bro. You keep um, going with story. I'll figure this what out. What was I saying? Um, uh, oh, U.S. Well, yeah, I mean, the it's a kind of a double-edged sword where they didn't have a good replace. Like, CERB was a pretty comprehensive program, and they didn't really have anything that exactly mirrored yeah. that. I think they did mm-hmm. sort of their version of EI, but theirs is a lot less than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, improvise adapt overcome (laughs) um but then well it's also where like a lot of states have super strict shutdown orders still like we forget that there's a lot of places like california to my understanding is not where alberta is for openness so you have a whole bunch of people who are forced to shut down and have like no opportunity to try and do skip the dishes if they're a restaurant or whatever the hell right so i don't know it's a pretty it's a pretty big mess yeah. down there. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think they just, they were in a bad position to deal with a global pandemic. <laughs> like, they just really kind of shot themselves mm-hmm. in the foot before it ever happened. Because in Canada, it's like, whatever. I mean, not to d- dismiss, like, what happened and, like, the efforts made and, like, what it's en- going to end up doing to our country, like, in the long run. Mm-hmm. But, like, short term, it's like, okay, 8,000 people or $8,000 is somewhat reasonable to at least like cover living expenses Mm -hmm. for four months Mm -hmm. for, I'm going to say probably just a random fucking estimate, but I'm going to guess, let's say half the population, Mm -hmm. you know, 16 million people or whatever, 16 and a half million people times $8,000 is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a reasonable amount of money for a government to have. But in the States, they have like 330 million people, which like, probably 300 million of them are living like month to month. Mm -hmm. And then they're also like 
poorer than us and more fucked up than us. So they'd also need at least $8,000. So now you're talking of billions and billions of dollars of debt mm-hmm. for the government. It's like, well, this is just not feasible. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then they had no social programs to begin with. And then they're like, people couldn't afford the doctor. So then if you do get COVID now, like there's no way their version of CERB is enough to cover what your doctor's bills are going to be. Hmm. So it's like, you're just crushing everyone by not letting them work. And then also anyone who gets sick is an even, even worse boat unless they're allowed to go work, which means they're going to get everyone sick. So it's like, I don't know. You guys just sucked as a country pre COVID. Now you're really fucked. <laughs> quit, quit the chicken or egg problem. It <laughs> yeah, kind of is. Literally. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like the 2008 thing, man. It's like, I don't know, what what was the problem here? Was the problem that, like, the banks lied? Or was the problem that, like... You were you were a stripper with six income yeah, properties, yeah. like, in like, the big short. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what... Like, why did you buy a half-million-dollar house when you make $40,000 a year? Like, can you not do that math? Can you not figure out how long that's going to take you to pay? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that exactly. would take all of your money for your whole life to be able to afford that? Mm. So, like, I don't know. It feels like it's half of, like, it's half their government's fault and half their people's fault. And then a third half of (laughs) the fault falls onto just circumstance. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it did expose kind of a flaw in our, like, it would appear today we can at least confidently say, semi-confidently, that COVID wasn't as bad as their worst case scenarios or even their like probable scenarios thus far. Oh yeah. So we definitely got lucky that way, I think count our lucky stars, but our system was very exposed to like an easily spreadable virus in our like globally connected world to just move around very quickly. Right. When you think about it, like to get from China to every corner of the world in under six months. Right. And once it really got going, it was really like three. Right. And, like, not even figuratively, like, every corner of the world. Like, you know, when someone's like, I've been to every corner of the world. It's, like, literally every single place where people live except for that one island where we don't fly planes over. Mm. (laughs) You guys hear about that? Is it the the one in the Indian Ocean where, like, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time? Is that the one where that kid got killed a few years back? Yeah, he went to, like, like, go do a documentary or something and then got speared to death. Yeah. Last year, some guy tried to, he was, like, a Mormon guy, tried to go on, like, a mission there. I was like, I'm going to teach them about Jesus, and they just shot him with arrows. That's the same I'm pretty sure. I think this was, like, late last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So zero cases there. Not a single documented case on that island. Good for them. Um, but, but other than that, literally the whole planet, mm-hmm. like every single municipality on the whole damn planet saw this Had thing. like at least one, right? So, yeah. yeah. Had a common cold. In a couple months. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Who the fuck or knows? Or a severe respiratory problem depending on who you are randomly. Depends. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the that's weird, a, that's the weirdest like thing is there's too. no... There, is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, they say it's I don't like, think anyone has any idea anymore. Yeah. Nobody oh, does. God. We were Nobody talking about does. this last week. We're like <laughs> so expert many. opinions, even from real experts, mean basically nothing anymore. Absolutely. Because, well, yeah. Every single thing that a doctor now says on TV about COVID is equally as valid to me as that one time when Trump said to put Lysol in your blood or whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> Those are all equally valid Both to me. Both equally now. educated guesses. Yeah, like, because at this point, like, I don't know, man. Are you, do you get really hot or do you puke? Like, I don't even know what the symptoms are anymore. All I know is high fever is for sure. All I know is and, I got to wear a mask. Or maybe zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I'm fucking a bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mask on, condom off. Let's go. <laughs> I like it. That should be a shirt. <laughs> I want to get a sticker for my truck. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, sometimes I just want to lean into being from Alberta just because the world's going to shit anyways. I'm like, whatever. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just get an F-350 and run things over. And just... and get a sticker that says, fuck off, we're full. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> shaped like get Alberta. A, get, a, get a sticker that says, mask on, condom off. <laughs> shaped like Alberta. <laughs> Start selling that shit, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking trademark that shit right now. Do it right now. File the paperwork. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's... End of the day, like, it's not much you can do. Yeah. It's... I mean, it's... I think things are moderately reassuring now. We'll see what happens in winter. Hopefully it doesn't... If everyone keeps working from home, hopefully the numbers don't go too, too crazy. And we don't have full-on shutdown again. Because I'll... I don't know. Yeah. I'd almost like for a while I was like, oh man, if it's full on shut down again, like it's not going to be good for me yeah. personally. I'm going to lose my mind. But now I'm like, I don't know. It'd be nice to go back to fucking, I mean, the new Tony Hawk game just came out. <laughs> Got to work on that. Right. Like, yeah, I'd like to go back to just having 12 hours to sleep always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be nice. Well, even the round two of like being more mentally prepared, do some spiritual searching or something yeah, right ready for quarantine not just like that was the craziest part about quarantine how quickly it was sprung on us it really went from like yeah there was no like there was no like pre like okay we're gonna because opening up has been like a slow process yeah. of like introduction and like phase one phase two and then the masks mm -hmm. and then testing the waters and going back and then trying again but shutting down was literally like get inside now like go <laughs> yeah get in. And yeah it, not here get, get on a plane and get back here and then get inside <laughs> i'm pretty sure there was an oilers game like the weekend before or something like yeah. that. like the saturday and then we shut down like the tuesday or dude something. it was like i remember because it was my birthday and then the week after my birthday there was like Oh, I was like something crazy. And then St. Patrick's day was like the week, like in between, like, so I was like, okay, well my next two weeks are going to be fucking right. I'm just going to be wasted for my birthday and then wasted for like this show where I was doing or something. And then yep. mm -hmm. wasted for St. Patrick's day. And then the show like happened. And then I was like, okay, well let's just like keep this train rolling. So we went out on like the Monday or the Tuesday or whatever the hell it was. And then we were there till like last call. And we were like, taking like snapchats of like trays of drinks and people like cheersing and like all this shit and then we like save i remember the next day they were like okay no like the, our, my work called and was like don't come into work like we're closed and i was like what the fuck shit <laughs> like eight hours ago no six hours ago i was wasted across the road from you guys yeah like it was crazy i was because i work at central mm. and so I was at Greta, like, doing shots at, like, 2 a.m., and then at 8 a.m., Central was like, yeah, we're closed. Yeah, world's closed. The mm. whole, Yeah, the world's shut down, and then so we, like... Pool's closed. I was about to say pool's closed. <laughs> oh, running. Oh, running on the deck. Get out. That's so funny. Damn. Yeah, because wasn't St. Patrick's Day supposed to be, like, that 
Yeah, it was like Actual. the 12th or the 14th or some shit is when the world shut down. Yeah. And then St. Patty's Day is like the 16th or the 17th. Mm. Something. I remember those dates. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then I had a show because I remember I had a comedy show in uh, Fort St. John. Mm-hmm. And that was the last thing. And I was like, okay, whatever. We're going to go get wasted in Fort St. John because I think I did Grand Prairie on the Wednesday. Fort St. John is that the one where you brought up toilet paper or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I remember seeing the (laughs) Instagram (laughs) clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that was funny because work had closed down, but then they were like, we're still doing the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) There were a few like holdouts too where they like didn't, maybe didn't have a direct yeah. order government order i guess yeah. i don't know well that was the thing. restaurants got hit pretty immediately that it's yeah. like hey you're gonna be serving people food like don't don't be touching shit yeah. yeah so they got shut down pretty quick but it was like the theater and they were like well we didn't really get told anything and it was in a small town and mm-hmm. it was like tuesday was the shutdown and they were like yeah it's friday just come on up and then i drove home on the saturday and then yeah it was like after that i didn't leave the house or like see anyone for like two months nice it's weird do you think you got it do you think you got covid no 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 i think i did i don't think you did either i think i did (laughs) (laughs) every idiot i know thinks they got covid or thinks they know that someone that got covid yeah Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did. Though. Go get the test. <laughs> Go get the thing and see if you have the like the antibodies, antibodies, and I then come back to me. Except and we'll I don't see want the fucking right. thing up my nose. Okay. Too, too smart. Isn't the that. antibodies just a blood test though? Like they don't need to do the nasal. I don't know. Test. I'm not a doctor. No I, again, I don't know. <laughs> but like, I've been told to a thousand be things. Because yeah. again, you're like, oh, I don't want the thing on my nose. But then I've talked to some people who are like, no, you do the daily test and they fixed it now, and you just go inside the nose and mm-hmm. it's like whatever. But then some other nurse told me that it depends, like who your nurse is on how good of a job that test even is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so what, you get a shitty nurse and then you don't have COVID? And there's all these internet claims that like people are dying of strokes and then Trump was like, you have to mark that as a COVID death. And I'm like, I feel like that's not the fucking president's job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it was like I read about some dude in uh, Florida who died in a motorcycle accident. But yeah. the cause of death was technically COVID. Yeah, and so I heard that like a bunch. That was, and again, I don't know because it, it's so fucked up. I don't know if it's a Facebook rumor or a real yeah, it's thing not. Or yeah, not. And so someone's like, uncle Terry made that up, or who the fuck knows. But yeah, I've been hearing that like in the states, a bunch of like corpses are getting tested for COVID, and like mm-hmm. if the corpse has COVID like in it then they're putting that as the cause of death, even though they actually died of like something else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, why would they be doing that? But like, it sounds like something that might happen, but like, I did yeah. see something where they're reviewing numbers. Yeah. Pretty substantial. Yeah. Well, like, they actually like, so the U S recently, because so Canada has actually been relatively more transparent on their numbers, even though maybe not publicly. Like if you go to the Alberta government COVID site, mm-hmm. yeah. you can actually view the stats pretty clearly. And like, because the big thing is the amount of com- comorbidities with deaths. So 75% of Alberta deaths had three or more, and another 14% had two, at least two, which means oh, pre-existing okay. conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the vast... But but that's also because it's all these like geriatrics that are dying. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, the average age of death is 83 still, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So I think it's I'm, one year... I was going to say it's yeah. one year older because 82 yeah. is the average like life expectancy for in Canada. Yeah. And yeah. then 83 is like the average yeah. age of death for COVID. Yeah. Which again, like I... <clears throat> That's also a thing where stupid idiots are using that as a, like, see, it's not real. Like, it's just old people who are dying. Like, if you're young and you get it, you're not going to die. It's like, no, you fucking... Yeah. 
Like also, yeah. I well, just... you're you're more you're less likely to die for sure, but that's also not a reason to open up a thousand percent because then it'll just spread yeah, exactly. rampantly, right? So. And then, like, also, like, just because percentage-wise, change it, like. Yes, percentage-wise, young people will die, but that doesn't mean, like, right now, there's, like, whatever, a thousand young people dying, we full open up, there's going to be a million of them dying. It's still only going to be 2% of the deaths are young mm-hmm. people, there's going to be significantly more people. Yeah. Like, why are you looking at percentages as, like, <laughs> the yeah. reason to open back up? Yeah. I don't know. Personally, I think that you can, like, tell the truth with statistics, but you can also tell the truth while lying with statistics yeah they're pretty statistics are very manipulatable yes yes so or if you only present one one yeah, aspect yeah or whatever. yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's been really my leave. whole take too mm-hmm. also it kind of like how the media is reporting well there's like there's whatever however many tens of thousands of cases in canada but how many yeah. are actually active currently and it's like i know yeah and the, it's like the media it's like shame on you too right mm-hmm. yeah well, and I'm like, and people like it sucks because people are dumb and the media is dumb. Yeah. And then well, the like, media there's, is people. Yeah. Therefore. And then there's so many like numbers <laughs> thrown into it that like even the smart people are now getting confused by it. I think like mm-hmm. I had a buddy that came over and he was like from Ontario and he like came to do shows here and it was like kind of near the beginning. And I was like, man, you guys have like so many more cases than us. Like, why would you just come like? It's kind of a shitty thing to do, like just come here and not self-isolate from like a shit spot. Yeah. And then he was like, we don't have more cases than you guys. I was like, yeah, we do. And he's like, bro, look at the thing. And he's like, look, more new cases in Edmonton. I was like, okay, that's today because there's like 20 new cases in Edmonton today and like 15 in fucking Toronto, but there's still like a thousand more active ones. And then mm-hmm. there's like a thousand other total ones. And then like the total to death rate is also different. Cause like not a lot of people have died in Alberta, but we've had a ton of cases, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Cause we only had like 152 deaths or some shit. But like, as far yeah. as actual cases go, we have more than like Manitoba and Saskatchewan <laughs> and BC. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Way less deaths. Correlation with cocaine use. Yeah, probably. Cocaine kills COVID. Exactly. <laughs> you heard, you heard Dr. It here Alex first. Fortin, everyone. <laughs> well, and then because... Yeah. But frankly, that? I can make those fucking correlations yeah. if they're going to make correlations of other sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. The numbers... I bet if you look at the number of uh, COVID death... Or COVID people who are recovered in Alberta who had used cocaine and the number of COVID survivors who had used cocaine in BC, it's probably way more in Alberta. So COVID kills cocaine or cocaine kills COVID. Like, I don't know anymore. Did you also see there were like smoking is the vaccine or something? Well, they said smoke, some Yeah, but so is like epilepsy, epilepsy medicine. But then in reality, also (laughs) epilepsy medicine kills you if you take it, apparently. So I don't (laughs) fucking know anymore. Do we know anything? I don't know if we do. I think, yeah. This is what is is knowledge an objective thing or is all knowledge subjective no (laughs) all knowledge is bullshit like did you see that interview with that uh, like trump's doctor or whatever they said and it's like uh, african-american lady and she's going on about oh that chick yeah she treats so many people for covid with well she yeah so it was uh Uh, here we go again is she lying (laughs) she's just lying then like this lady was just lying no it was where she so it was something where they basically went more because she's kind of, first of all, her practice, because it's private practice, like it's the US, yeah. it's like in a strip mall. So people are like, oh, it's a strip mall doctor. Yeah. And then also she on her YouTube channel was going on rants about like 
how demon she's very Christian and how oh, demons cause nice. this virus and stuff and yeah I believe yada, it. Yada. So yeah, I believe it. Makes yeah. So people kind of went that, and then it just kind of faded away. But it was a thing where it was, it was a bunch of doctors went to Washington to like promote the use of uh, hydroxychloroquine or like to yeah. recommend mass prescribing it or something yeah. along those lines. But it was also like, you know, may, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, but. Um, and then part of it though, cause people saw it was funded by turning point USA, which is more of a, uh, right leaning news network. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just but another, the, it was another cycle in the whole like news left, right, COVID yeah. left, COVID yeah. right. But like, then you read the thing, like if you just type mm -hmm. that word, like whatever you said, the hydroxychloroquine yeah, and you type that into Google mm -hmm. and then you just start looking at it and it's like, it kills you. And it's like all these doctors are like this. Don't take it. Mm -hmm. It's really bad for you. If you don't have any conditions that need it, if you have COVID, it's going to make it worse. Like blah, blah, blah. And then you go to the next article. It's like, it's going to fix your COVID. Here's all the doctors. <laughs> and it's like, you have the same amount of doctors with the same amount of like PhDs and accolades from the same schools yeah. saying exact opposite shit. And like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Here's what irritates me though, is that like social media platforms were deciding, what medical advice could go through. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> we didn't sign up for that. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. wild. Like, yeah, the whole thing. It, well, it's annoying that it's like, so news on both sides makes their living off of like having bold definitive statements in their headlines because that gets clicks. So you need yeah. to find doctors or experts to make bold definitive statements to back up your headlines, mm -hmm. right? And then, yeah like it's just this trickle down effect of like fuck like can we just get my my hypothesis is a website called news.org or some shit and it's just like the most boring goddamn website in the world and it's just <laughs> black text white background and like nothing else yeah just basically what like the newspaper yeah the newspaper <laughs> online can we get that please <laughs> the newspaper yeah exactly yeah. something like that yeah, we I, should get that. We should get the world newspaper. Like there should just be one. No, that's I'd take that. That's back. also a bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> a horrible not. idea. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't give all power to one news network. Actually, yeah. um, fuck. I mean, but if you don't listen to the news at all, yeah, then you're in Corona doesn't even exist. Like, yeah, it doesn't oh, exist. then you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Again, and went outside and the reality birds is chirping. subjective. Yeah, the birds had little masks on just to be well, safe. That's <laughs> yo. This is another uh, stoner stoner shower thought from Alex. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I realized that like there's basically like two like realities that I have because fundamentally my our two lives I live basically because fundamentally like my life hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still the same guy. I still believe the same stuff. I'm still like a comedian. Mm -hmm. I still like doing the same things, mm -hmm. but like logistically my life has changed tremendously i have to wear a mask all the time i had to like get i got a day job so like well another like a full-timer day job mm -hmm. and like i haven't been podcasting and like i don't have any comedy shows booked for the corporate season which is usually crazy and like my mom had to move back from columbia and all this stuff but it's like at the end of the day i still talk to the same 30 people and i get hungry and horny and sleepy and yep. angry and happy and yep. So it's like, I don't know. I like, that's another thing that I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm like, how much does everything matter? Doesn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, but also, <laughs> yeah. does it not? Because then, like, cause like, I'm also sad about how I don't get to go for saunas anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, 
Yeah, that's something I thought about too for my quarantine self-exploratory thoughts was everything matters and nothing matters, right? Because Yeah, everything matters a lot and nothing matters at all. Yeah, cuz n- nothing matters because this is all this whole fucking thing is pointless. We're highly sentient apes on a rock floating through space. Well, and but like Eight months ago or whatever, I was sitting at this table talking to you two, and here we are sitting at this table talking to you two. Like, if you look at it, at the end of the day, like, this isn't any different from what we were doing. Like, yeah, fundamentally, yeah, yeah. we're still here. <laughs> we still have the same feelings and thoughts and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, fundamentally, like, our lives are still the same, but, like, we all know that tremendously our lives are very different. Interesting. Yeah. I think I see where you're going in terms of a lot of your day-to-day is still physically the same. It's just what you... Yeah, like how you think about it. how you're seeing it, yeah. the lens with which you look at the world. Yeah, and even like I'm going to the grocery store still, yeah. and picking up groceries, but now yeah. like it's all masked up, and like I'm weird about picking out fruit. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel like as comfortable like feeling stuff around and putting it back, and then like yeah. when you sneeze, you're like, oh god, everyone hates yeah. me, and then like. <laughs> well, there's also people that are like, this is change, this is going to change everything, but then at the same time, I'm kind of like, humans are dumb. We have pretty short attention spans. I think there's going to be a lot of shit going back to normal. As soon as whatever it is, you inject yourself, whatever that mm-hmm. vaccine or, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, you said you mentioned the big short earlier, literally yeah. at the end of the big short, they explain how it's happening again and they just renamed it. Yep. And it's like, that's the same thing with it. Like, we're just going to go back to someone mm-hmm. was one of my stupid friends was like worried. He's like, comedy is never going to come back. Like everyone's moving online. Like they're not going to want to do big gatherings. It's mm-hmm. never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, there's court jesters. We've had the black plague, the Spanish flu. Like, <laughs> fucking, like yeah. Yeah. They didn't like, there was not, it's not like it's over. Like it's not done yeah. forever. You know what I mean? And it was the same thing with like nine 11 and people were like air travel will never be the same. And it's like, well, it is like it's mm. different now because you have to wait in line a little longer and like yeah. you can't go through the gate. But like, take yeah. off your shoes. To... I can't carry but, yeah. a gun on a plane anymore. Yeah, unfortunately. But if you ask someone, you're like, "Hey, mom, like, would you prefer to fly on an airplane today or in the year 1997?" She'd be like, "Now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, so who cares? Like, what? Well, the whole thing about like office space and stuff changing entirely. I'm like, I'm like fucking zoom calls i can turn off my mic and camera and i can piece the fuck out for the next two hours while mm-hmm. this meeting's going on yeah you're not telling me these meetings are more productive than yeah in person face to face i do think some things will change of like kind of people rethinking like the the work week the yeah. nine to five per especially in like an office environment mm-hmm. where you can be at home mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i don't know i i am think because what i think about is okay spanish flu right after the spanish flu there was probably a generation that remembered and would do things a little differently or whatever and it yeah. slowly faded out and went back to normal yeah and then here we are a hundred years later right so i think well, it'll be and i think the like big, an easing back into it right yeah and it i think the big like the big positive changes tend to stay so like once we realize like oh yeah like we were all breathing like insane recycled air on airplanes and we always got sick when we traveled and you always came back with a bug and it was stupid mm-hmm. and it's like now when you go on a plane everyone's kind of going to be wearing their mask until they go sit over in their seat and it's going to mm-hmm. be whatever and it's like okay like did that really everyone's like my world is so different it's like <laughs> i don't know the only real thing that's probably going to be long lasting from this is we're going to travel is going to be a little bit more sanitary mm. like, yeah 
Or you know what I mean? Like maybe the day to day is going to be more sanitary. Like grocery stores are going to be more sanitary. Restaurants are going to be, but like but, how different is that? Like, because mm-hmm. restaurants in our day are way more sanitary than they were in like the seventies anyways. Cause mm-hmm. believe me as a dude who's worked at restaurant with like Alberta health and safety standards and having like, you know, those secret shoppers that come through and like that stuff. And hearing stories about like dudes that I work with now, they were like, God, in the seventies, like we used to have fucking whiskey online and like we'd put our dicks in burgers and stuff. I'm like, dude, you get shut down so fast for that. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. The progress seems to be like, we're going to more sanitary. Like you remember pools when you were a kid, how gross a pool used oh, to yeah. be. Well, I mean, pools are still pretty gross when you think yeah. about it, but yeah, comparatively for sure. They're like way more sanitary. Like they just have. Like it feels like there's like this mandatory safety and sanitation through human history has always got better. Look at cars, bro. Like five star safety ratings, mm. and like, dude, they used to only have a, <laughs> a driver's one fucking what is the airbag? Airbag. One. Yeah. You had one. And then like they fuck were like, everyone fuck else in the women car. And children. <laughs> yeah, save the driver because he driving. paid for the car. So he deserves to be safe. It's like the opposite of lifeboats on the Titanics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's phenomenal. Yeah, my dad had like an old like 78 Volvo when we were growing up. And he, we were allowed to sit in the front seat because it didn't have an airbag. So like yes. when we were young and like because in my mom's van, we had to stay in the back until right, we were like right. the certain height and yeah. weight. Because otherwise... I like, remember you could like fucking put the key in and turn off the airbag too. Yeah. That, well, that was a oh, thing really? that they came yeah. up with on like yeah. newer... That's like... An, and then now yeah. they just have the sensors. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, the automotive like history of the airbag was no airbag. You just crash, you die. Yeah. And then an airbag for the driver yeah and then an airbag for the driver and the passenger Mm -hmm. and then they started putting like airbags all over the place because like oh yeah people keep like surviving their car accidents to find their dead kids in the back so we need to isn't that an interesting thought that the reason as a kid you couldn't you had to be a certain size to sit in the front was so the airbag wouldn't knock you out or whatever (laughs) but when there was no airbag it's like well you're fucked anyway sit where you want (laughs) drive the car who cares (laughs) The idea, I I honestly know like the whole idea of this for like because I like automotives, mm-hmm. but it's because basically like you're dead either way if you get t-boned, mm-hmm. but if you get rear-ended or like head-on mm-hmm. as a kid, if you were in the front, you were more likely to like die or get injured by the airbag than you were from like the seatbelt seat just belt. like stopping yeah. you. Yeah, sure. So it's like, but as an adult, you were safer with the airbag. Mm-hmm. So it's like t-boned either way. You're done but then eventually they're like oh we can put t-bone airbags in look at that mm-hmm. it's like so that slowly progressed and then they're like oh now they have airbags with like sensors to know like who's in what seat and where everything is and uh, i hate it. i like <laughs> this is i hate i hate progress in automotives only because i'm like a stubborn old man with cars yeah i fuck I, electric cars right i ha- i hate yeah (laughs) yes such a good idea and they're so great for humanity and we need them and they're like the next step but uh, (laughs) what do you think about self-driving 
it sucks. Fuck it's that shit worst. too, right? Fuck that shit. I hate it. Yeah. I have, um, yeah, my truck's a manual. And, nice. And uh, yeah, I like it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't like driving cars that aren't manuals. And I like cars that are loud and have big engines in them and mm-hmm. have a ton of torque mm-hmm. for no reason mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. And they've, I like cars with turbo lag, mm. and I like cars that sound ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and I, it's all lost with electric cars. Here's my take on electric. You're just fucking outsourcing the bad to another country. Yeah. So where you go mine the lithium and fucking yeah. cobalt and all that shit. Fuck Africa, right? Also, At least well, it's clean here. Yeah. At least it's clean here. Fuck you, Africa. And the... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the maintenance part of it. Like that's what is worrying to me because on cars, it's all mechanical and mechanical mm-hmm. maintenance is like easy and there's like a method to it. You can find the broken part and you can replace it. Right. But like electrical maintenance is like, oh yeah, you're, it's done. The whole thing's done. You can't, if your mm, computer stops working, saying. your computer's just over. Like you can't mm. just be like, Oh, well, that's like pull this out, pop that in, and now it works good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if your steering goes, you know, okay, replace your steering rack. Yeah. But if your steering goes on an electric car, it's like, oh, your motherboard stopped computing to the steering part of your system. <laughs> like, so the whole thing is fried. Like, yeah, exactly. You have to like rewire the one little piece on the panel. Because you or can't something. replace the steering part because that it, there is no steering part. It's yeah, the electricity yeah. part that you have to replace. What did? What and did, that's everything. You remember when all those fucking Boeing's crashed last year for planes? You remember? Yeah, Trump was like, airplanes are getting too computerized to fly or something. Oh no! Fucking cars are getting too computerized. Well, that was actually man. yeah, that was actually the problem with those the Boeing yeah. ones. But they're too computerized. Or wasn't that? That was er like late last year, earlier this no, year. No, it was no, it was early last year, 2019. Because we flew down to fucking Montreal, one of them, and they fucking grounded every single one of them like a week after we got right, to Montreal. Right, right. Yeah, so that would have been like beginning of last year. But I have a fucking check engine light on on my uh-huh. car, and apparently the most fucking common cause of that is a loose gas cap. Yeah. <laughs> That happened to my car too. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the most annoying. I hate that. This is a comedian has a joke about that, about how it's like, why is it just one light for everything? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like going through my car. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? One light for yeah. Everything. Yeah. It's so stupid. And like, ah, uh, it's so the light you'll get, the code you'll get, it always says evaporative emission systems leak. Mm-hmm. And so basically what that means is like, there's just a, there's like sensors in your car to make sure that it's meeting like the emission standards that like they said it meets from factory. Right. So if there's a hole in your exhaust or if like your gas tank isn't sealed properly or like anything like that, it's letting out more emissions Mm. than it said it is. So that's what trips it. And then it's what's called a soft code. So a soft code basically gets tripped once and then it isn't happening anymore, but this code stays lit up. Right. So it literally like, senses it and then you fix the problem and then it senses it like not being a problem anymore but the light still stays on until you reset it and so it's like this common problem of like if you just drive with your gas cap off this light's gonna get turned on and then you have to go to get it reset and then dealerships charge you to reset it interesting do you have one of those computers you can buy for your car and just fucking i don't we have one at work though oh okay yeah 
and just fucking reset all the codes and shit. Yeah. Fucking turn all the lights on. <laughs> Shut them off. No, they're crazy. The I because that was the interesting. I did like one year of school as a mechanic, and then I did like my month internship, like working at a dealership. Yeah. And then I was like, well, this ain't for me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you don't want to fuck people in the ass, bro? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it really is a ruthless, like, it also sucks because, like, I know that that's, it's weird because I know that you're getting screwed for, like, what it costs to do this, but I also know that, like, everywhere else you go is going to screw you just as bad, so, like, you're not really getting screwed, you're only getting, like, Partially screwed. Yeah. yeah. Well, at some point, is it, is this just how much it costs versus your... I wasn't someone, I guess, right? That's it. So. Well, I remember the reason, like, I remember the day, like, one of the reasons when I was like, I can't. I just can't. So we had to go get the, we take the thing that we want to get replaced. We'd have to go get the price and the part number from the parts people. And then we'd go, have to go to the service desk and be like, all right, service desk, here's the price of the part and the part number. Call the client and then tell the client, like, how much it's going to cost mm-hmm. and if they want to do it. And so I stood at the desk to replace a fucking license plate bulb. It's literally a little white light bulb goes above your license plate. It's nice. illegal to drive without them. So like you have to get them replaced. Yeah. But it's a tiny little fucking light bulb. And it was like a dollar twenty eight or something was our cost on it. And part number was whatever. And I go to the lady and I hear her call the lady and she's like, yeah, so it'll be like 26 something installed after labor. I was like, 26? I'm here unpaid. It's going to take 32 seconds. The same things cost a dollar 30. Mm-hmm. How's it $26? But then if you go anywhere and ask them to replace your license plate bulb, it's $26. Like that's just what the dealerships and the mechanics and everyone costs. So they're like, Oh yeah, we noticed your bulb is out. Do you want to get it replaced? It's $26. And I'm like, so we just steal from these people openly and we all agreed to just keep doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah so i don't know it's a frustrating industry but then also there's like a huge amount of liability to it and then you have to pay for all the like special tools but then that's also just another whole racket like mm-hmm. the automotive industry is like this big racket like the whole thing whoa just the automotive <laughs> industry? Well, yeah. Or is there like some other industries that are also yeah, racket? all of them ever. But <laughs> yeah, all the business whole, ever. But the Back whole to thing, hunter-gatherers, I agree. The whole thing is to, I mean, I, everyone knows it. I guess it's a, fuck what they teach you in business school, but it's just like repeat business is like the <coughs> only oh, way. <laughs> <laughs> repeat business is the only way to get business, like to stay afloat. And so they like just sell you a car that you have to go back to them to get anything done on Mm -hmm. but it's only because they made it that way yeah there's literally a tool okay when you change brakes um the way the brake works it's brakes are actually hilarious i learned how a brake worked and i was like is that for real there's like a little metal thing inside your tire that's Mm -hmm. spinning at the same speed as your tire Mm -hmm. and then there's just this thing made of asbestos that (laughs) uh, not anymore but originally (laughs) (laughs) and it just pinches it like it just squeezes so what stops you from going like on like some cars like 300 kilometers an hour in a straight line is just this motion yeah just pinching (laughs) sideways it stops the rotation of tires like there's just two little things going squeak yeah so that's pretty crazy and then you wonder why Um, they light on fire yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um 
but so the way it works is like there's a hydraulic piston because obviously that's a ton of force needed. Mm-hmm. So there's like a bunch of ways to increase the force. Like you just push your knee casually and you can use a pinching motion to stop a thousand pound vehicle going 300 kilometers an hour. Like yeah. the amount of force needed to get your knee to put that much pressure on there is immense. So part of it is a hydraulic system. There's a little piston. And when you change brakes, you have to squeeze that piston back. And most cars, you can just squeeze the piston. You take a C-clamp, you close it, and you squeeze the piston back. Mm -hmm. But some manufacturers have fitted it so that it screws out while it pushes out. So that when you push it back in, it has to screw back in. So you have to get a special C-clamp that has two little holes so that while you twist, it twists and pushes. Interesting. No benefit mechanically whatsoever. Mm. Simply makes maintenance more difficult so you have to go back to the dealership. Mm. Okay, I got you. That's well, even why you f- should buy a fucking O one Jimmy, bro. <laughs> they, <laughs> they've all had it from the beginning of time. They just all have these ridiculous and like known problems that they're just like, yeah, the, your axle seals on your Chevy are gonna leak. Of course, why wouldn't they? Yeah, your Ford transmission will blow at about one hundred and seventy-five thousand kilometers unless you take very particular care of it. I guess that's why they keep making new ones every year, and it's the all-new 2021 or whatever, yeah. right? it's crazy. I've, it's so frustrating, like, understanding, again, this is, like, the, the my conflict of my two realities. Because, like, the one reality, I'm like, I think if all the automotive industry just got together and made one car that was going to work and not break down, like, they could just easily do it. Mm-hmm. But then they'd all be fucked. They'd all be out of work. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have a job either. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you mean doctors want me to be sick so I have to go back to them? Yeah, it's like, what are you... It's literally what caused the opioid crisis in, like, America. It's insane. <laughs> but, like, it sucks that I understand it. Like, it's annoying that I get why the it doctors does, did it. It does suck going through life with an above average IQ, doesn't it? Hey, <laughs> it really does suck. The curse of knowledge, yeah. eh? Yeah. yeah. Torture. The curse of being semi-intelligent. I know. I just wish I was like a fucking backwoods yokel. Just like, I'm shooting my fucking gun and riding dude, my quad. Dude, honest to God, sometimes me too. You ever yeah. go out shooting guns and riding quads? Dope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> live out there. Live off the land. That's what I'm saying, man. I just want no, to lean into No it. internet. I wish someone would just tell... Like, I wish... I knew all the information. Like, did you hear this thing randomly COVID? They're like, oh yeah, UFOs are real. They're alien crafts. We don't really know. Do you hear mm-hmm. that randomly yeah. came out? Oh, They're yeah. like, oh yeah, that's what Area 51 for. Pentagon, for sure. We're going to release some of it. Mm-hmm. And like, so I read into that again, because I hate like, because re- like we were talking about earlier, the only way to get people to read your article is to get crazy headlines. So yeah. You get some professional yeah. to do it. So I saw that and I was like, Let's figure out what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And so apparently they're like reallocating the like secret force thing to just be part of the air force. And so like to be as that, like they just have to disclose like some undisclosed documents that were from mm. there. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so that's like, why it's all. Yeah. So it's coming out because they're undisclosing these documents. So mm-hmm. it's like. I don't know if that really means that they're shutting everything down or if they're just taking one department out of there and like, okay, well, now we're going to make this public, so let's take this department, put it as part of the Air Force, and then leave the whole rest of it as, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. So, in my – you guys want to know where my uh, crazy Hit conspiracy theory do. went to? All right, okay, have you guys watched the Bob Lazar document – or yeah, the Bob Lazar documentary on Netflix? Yeah. You listen I, to Joe Rogan? Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I'm mostly You're up familiar to speed. with it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. 
So anti-gravity is the big thing that he talks about there. Like he talks about using right, like right. element 113 and using like anti-gravity to like essentially like displace time space and like bring things so you together. Can tr- travel through it. Really yeah. At fast. Hyperspeed, yeah. like faster than light. Yeah. You're not actually traveling through it. You're moving it closer together is mm-hmm. essentially the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at, at like the discoveries in quantum physics right now, like that's kind of what they're figuring out mm-hmm. is that like you can use antimatter to disfigure time space and like, or like use antimatter to create anti-gravity to like distort time space. Yeah. So they're like, we're just starting to barely grasp the fundamentals of this field. And like, we're only seeing that it's true and we can't figure out why. Mm-hmm. But then now all of a sudden it correlates with this dude's claims from the 70s. And you're like, Mm -hmm. what is that about? And he's saying he's from Area 51. And then the government's like, oh, yeah, we're going to like UFOs are real and we're going to like release this shit. So I think they've just made an anti-gravity weapon or spacecraft or something. And like they're just going to be coming out with it and using it in this Mm. fucking China-Russia war. Oh, that would be interesting. Intriguing. Okay. So, so <laughs> it might where, be something. That's this, where my so this, so, so gone, this might be where, because <clears throat> we all know that the military has shit that's 10x what we have for consumer electronics today. Yeah. Right. At any given point, it's way in the future. So well, and, perhaps and, they're normalizing this idea of like faster than light travel and showing UFOs. So then when they debut it, spring 2021. They're like, hey, look what we discovered, guys. It'll seem normal to us. Yeah. Well, and that's the, like, if you look back historically at kind of, like, how the government and, like, secret operatives work, like, now because of the internet and because of, like, WikiLeaks and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, like, we can genuinely have an understanding of, like, how espionage has worked historically. Oh, yeah. Like, what secret government files look like. And so we know, like, from, if you look up the history on, like, the F-18 fight at the the like anti-radar airplane. Right. It's like that was tested at Area 51. Like that was made in like fucking Nevada. Like it was yeah. made in the and tested in the desert in Nevada. You mean like the F-35, the or, new yeah, one. Yeah, whatever. The new one. Well, even the old one, the okay. like the first one cuz that was the first plane to ever like be able to fly through radar without being right. detected or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was all technology that they were like super secretive about and like whatever. And everyone said it was impossible and that radar would detect whatever was in the air and blah, Mm. blah, blah. And then they had these crazy scientists that were like working in super secret. And then you look back now and it's like, oh, yeah, they knew about this plane and they knew about anti radar Mm -hmm. but they like kept it a secret for like 15 years and like let people die and like didn't use it in wars and like all this shit for like greed and money or whatever the hell the case is. So it's like, now you look at like what's going on and what's coming out and it's like, okay, well if that's what they're telling us, then there's gotta be like 10 other layers underneath it. Mm -hmm. So like, what's the reality of what's going on? If that's what they're telling us, Mm -hmm. I think that about 2020 all the time too. Interesting. I'm like, this is how fucked up they're letting us know it is right now. Mm -hmm. Like, right. What's beyond what's behind the scenes. Yeah. Where they're like, don't tell everyone they're going to freak out. So Yeah, because even if you look at like 9-11 or the 2008 crisis, like when you look back on hindsight, it's like it's worse than what the media was telling us. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. And they had indications long before it actually happened. Of and 9-11, stuff, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Even 9-11, 08 financial crisis is like a well-known one where they just fucking ignored everything and they're like, yeah, yeah that'll never happen, right? So Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like, well, if all the stuff that's happening in 2020 and like what they're telling us is like, okay, well, how bad is the 10 layers deep of like what they're not telling <laughs> us? Like yeah. what Watergate is happening right now that we're going to find out about in like seven to 10 years. Yeah. There's a huge amount of distraction going on too, right? Like, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of riots that are going on and fucking all that shit, right? So Insane. it's insane. Yeah. But it, fuck man, I don't even know where I was going with that, but like, there's just so much that's being distracting. Yeah, well, and that's it. it's like, yeah, with this much distraction, with this much going on, with how crazy this year has been, like, as much as it's almost become a fucking cliche, it's like yeah, 2020, kind of like, a meme. how much more is it going to throw at us? Like, there's been a plague, there's been, uh, like, crazy weather patterns, there's been, like, fires and deaths and, like, just weird Trump shit and riots and race wars and, like, yep. that Beirut explosion, like, what? That shit... Like, of course, this year is when it happened. It's been sitting there unattended, like, For known like by the government. years. Yeah. It and was, then, like, quite a few years. Yeah, like, almost a decade. And it yeah, took yeah, 2020 yeah, yeah. to blow up. Yeah. Like, you know what? At least Greta's gone. <laughs> yeah, I ain't no talk about Greta no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. Like, yo, can we She's really... She's the spotlight. I made a tweet about that. I was like, uh, how, like... How ridiculous do we look with masks on when, like, six months ago we were this upset about straws? Like yeah, dude. How many more masks are in the ocean than straws mm -hmm. right now? That's actually how a big many thing. sea turtles are wearing those fucking masks? Yeah, yeah. But that's again, a big thing. It's like, but it's if we don't wear the masks, then everyone gets sick. So it's like, yeah. where like what's the catch twenty two? Yeah, have to choose one or the other, I suppose. Right. But then you know everyone's talking about like. I don't know. This is where like hypocrisy, you just see hypocrisy in the world all the time. Like environmentalists who are like, we need to shut this down. Like who cares about the economy? Like, so what if you lose your job? Like oil's <laughs> killing the whole planet, blah, blah, blah. Right. Which like, I also agree with like, here's the thing is I, if you, I fundamentally get down to it, I think most of the planet, probably myself included is here uselessly and should probably humans should, <laughs> humans should be not here more than we are here. Hmm. <laughs> there should be about uh six of us on the planet right? <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah exactly realistically like i don't know what the science numbers are or whatever but like you can't look around and be like no no no, we're totally an equal part of this planet to everything else on it <laughs> <laughs> like we've clearly taken it over yeah and we're clearly yeah. doing a lot of damage to it and so like these people it's like okay, we need to shut down the oil industry and everyone should lose their jobs because the planet's more important and we need to stop driving cars and we should move to electric and everyone should be vegan and all that is great and true mm -hmm, and we need mm -hmm. to do that for the future of humanity to exist. We need to stop using all these hydrocarbons. But then everyone gets sick and it's like, you need to wear your fucking mask and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but remember what you just said about all the garbage? Mm. Like, remember what you just, if we keep throwing all these masks out and they keep getting mass produced in all these factories and we keep burning all these hydrocarbons, like we're continuing to kill the planet. And in the long run, we're going to kill more people. So now it's like, so then what? So do we just not wear the masks and let the virus kill off whoever it's going to kill off? Mm-hmm. Hey. Like how? We, like we it always just ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always just ends with every one of us is going to die. Like yeah. we're just all going to die. Yeah. And there's too many of us on this planet. Frankly, that's what it's always comes really down to. Nice to meditate on is. Yeah. I'm not going to be here one day. Yeah. Eventually, mm -hmm. none of this is going to matter. As much anxiety as I have about this, in 200 years, it's not going to matter anyway. Dude, my my buddy's getting married, and I turned to my girlfriend. And I was like, "Fuck, what's the point of life?" 
<laughs> That's she's, where your head went with that. Dude. She's like, oh, so I'm not getting a ring, eh? Yeah. So that's a no on the proposal then. I shouldn't expect a proposal. I was like, I'm really happy for them, but like, what's the fucking point, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, it's weird. But then again, back to that whole thing of like, there's, there's the two realities. It's like also when like superficially I go to a wedding, like you do feel that like love and you're like, oh, it's kind of nice and I want to hold someone's yeah, hand very right wholesome. now. Yeah, exactly. And you're happy yeah. for like your friend and his girlfriend. You're like, they're going to spend their lives together, even though you know, like, broad statistically, they aren't. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It all feels nice. Yeah, and it's exactly. Good and it's fun. And the kids are there and they do the dance, and grandpa's like all happy. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. It's dope. It's like, it is good. Like, weddings are sweet and fun, and marriage is happy, and then it ends horribly. You ever thought about like having kids and like, do you know how like your parents were like, everything's amazing, buddy. Like, you know, the world's this great place and all this stuff. Then you turn about, you know, 20, 21, you're like, fuck, no, it's not. Yeah. And then like, how did they keep that facade going? Dude, for, like, I'm 15 to 20 years, you know, I have friends where I'm having kids and like, now I'm doing it to them. Yeah. And I'm like. I almost feel bad about it, but I'm like, no, it'd be way worse to just be like a dick to this kid. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> like, do you know what China's what? doing right now? Yeah, like, <laughs> like the kid's can, like, let me show you the garage. Like, yeah. I'm going to go back to school and I just could be like, oh, are you going to put Scooby-Doo on your mask? <laughs> like, because you're not going to be like, oh, going back to school is actually a bad idea. Like, some of you or your friends might die this year because <laughs> government has been irresponsible. <laughs> but, like, that's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah. When this little seven-year-old's like, I'm going back to school. In my head, I'm like, I can't fucking believe they're letting these stupid coffee sneezy, like, can't understand how a mask wears kids go back to school and, like, spread this virus around and give it to their grandparents yeah, or whatever. exactly. But then I have to just look at them and be like, oh, what kind of mask did you get, buddy? Yeah. yeah. See, but that's kind of, and even to your earlier point, like, that's just <laughs> kind of the, when you see some of those wholesome things or whatever, like, your your brain secretes certain uh, fucking chemicals and you're like, oh, this is kind of nice, right? Same yeah. thing when you're at a wedding. Santa's but then you coming have your, tomorrow. Yeah, Santa's coming, Easter yeah, Bunny. yeah, yeah. But then you have your shower thought Jesus. and you're like, it's all fucking pointless. So I don't know. Both are both are equally true, really. Yeah, it's a, that's the thing. Is like they're both equally true. So it's like, now what? Do I just live in two realities at the same time and just deal with that? Or do I pick one? Or do I <laughs> try and make one more like the yeah. other? It's like the upside down from uh, Stranger <laughs> yeah, yeah, Things. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> yeah. And then I get high and I read books on like quantum mechanics and I learn that like if you influence one proton, it can have an influence on like another, like it's like sister proton, like literally galaxies away. Yeah, dude, that's pretty fucked. Yeah. And it's like, so now what? Now there actually literally is two realities that are observable. It's there's like, does also, that have some correlation? There's with more these? than two. There's like infinite, bro. Yeah. So like, what do I do with that? And is that only for while we're alive or is there infinite other ones while we're dead? Is that what black holes are? They take you to the dead part. I don't know. But in one of them, you're a billionaire. Thank God. Yeah. Just not this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, well. <laughs> one of, in a lot of them, I'm dead. In like a whole bunch of them, I'm dead. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Then it's like Rick and Morty. So if you screw up this one, just get to one of those other ones where you yeah. died and just hop right back in. It'll yeah, be fine. Exactly. <laughs> that show is amazing. So good. I know. It's great. Did I like get, it. Have you guys watched um, Midnight Gospel? No. What's that? Oh, God. It's so good. It's... um. 
Oh, I can't believe I forget this guy's name right now. He just did like a five-hour podcast with Joe Rogan. Duncan Trussell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Duncan Trussell. So they took his podcast that, and they took like the audio from it and then they added like a storyline to it mm-hmm. and then like animated it as this weird like – so Duncan Trussell's character lives like – by himself on this weird little like planety thing out in space. Okay. And he puts his head in this big vagina looking thing. And uh he's It's like, an animated show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Midnight Gospel. Okay. Keep going, sorry. And uh so he goes and so he goes through this like universe simulator and he picks a universe and he gets his consciousness teleported to that universe and uh he interviews someone one of the like intelligent beings on that planet. <laughs> What? I've seen an episode of this show, and I was fucking high, and it was hilarious. Bro, it's so crazy, because it's such a whack concept. But, like, the whole idea of, like, this thing... Like, if you watch the show, you get the, like... The idea is that, like, this guy's sister loaned him the money to buy this used, like, universe simulator. And she said it was a waste of money, and then he was using the simulator to record podcasts with, like, beings from other universes, and then he was going to, like, beam it out into the universe and, like, make become a millionaire off of it. And so then the animated series is, like, following him as he adventures through and, like, interviews these people. So is it, but is it, does it still just like but, play the podcast yes, or is it like well, a story kind of based on it? It does. Sort of so it uses the audio of the podcast as dialogue between him and the characters, mm. but then it also like adds in like a fictional narrative, like over top that like layers through with, oh, okay. so they'll be like having is it on this, Netflix? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they'll be like having this conversation like that they're having the podcast and then he'll, you'll hear Duncan Charles just be like, Oh, just give me a sec. I just got to deal with this. And then he'll go and like kill a bunch of zombies. In one episode, they're like going through a zombie apocalypse. So they're like, shoot all these zombies. Yeah, I think it's the first episode. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. But, and so he like kills all these zombies and he's like, so anyways, you were saying like, uh, uh, you believe that like in the next life, we're set free from our uh, eternal bodies to be like our consciousness. And like, yeah. And then they like continue the conversation. (laughs) Okay. But it's like through this zombie apocalypse. Hmm. Okay. So he's a night what sorry gospel midnight gospel yeah Yeah. so he's a very like spiritual like he likes talking about and he's like all about psychedelics Mm -hmm. and meditation and healing and he's a very Joe Rogany him and oh yeah him and Joe Rogan did a five hour podcast yeah you know tells you enough about it but yeah he has really interesting guests so he has like Ram Dass and uh, who's like a pretty famous um, Buddhist um, okay that sounds familiar and yeah he's um, yeah he's pretty cool and then who else does he have on? He has a murderer. He has a, like a famous murderer, like from like a Oklahoma City trio or some okay. shit like that. That does that yeah, ring sure. a bell? Yeah. Some, anyways, and he was like 15 when he murdered someone or something like that, and then he served his like 25 years and he's out now. But he's like a Satanist and like a magician, but not a magician like a illusionist. Like he believes in real magic, like a like Wiccans and shit. Okay. And so, like, that one made me really uncomfortable because I was like, this guy shouldn't have been let out of jail. He murdered people. And now he's like, I'm a Satanist. I believe in real magic. It's actually a thing. And you're like, <laughs> what? Does, put him back in the jail. Interesting. <laughs> so that one's fucked up. Uh, that one was really – I got really high and watched that one, and it made me, like, super uncomfortable. I really didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but some of the other ones are really cool. Yeah. Hmm. Might have my uh, old Netflix uh... – to do after this episode but uh anyways 
It's yeah. It's if quarantine weird. did teach me one thing, is I like edibles. <laughs> yeah, it, they're fun. Yeah, well, they're I, I fucking tripled down one night and oh, greened no. the fuck out. Oh no! <laughs> How'd that go? I got really introspective after I fucking puked everywhere. It was, yeah. It was really cool. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a weird place to get. Did time, was time funky for you? Dude. Dude, my girlfriend's face was like warping from like, <laughs> I fu- no fucking word of a lie, from like a young woman <laughs> to like an old woman <laughs> and then like back to a young woman. And I was like, like <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh my God. Do you guys remember that thing from the old internet where it's like the young girl and it spun around as the old lady? Yes, and then that's fucking like what that. it was, man. <laughs> It was oh, fucking okay. crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> the fucking, you know, the that '70s show, fucking lights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. That's so. Yeah. Yeah. The nice. first time I ever got high it was on way too many edibles. And uh, yeah, I remember the first thing that like made it go bad because it was a lot of fun and like I was enjoying they be myself. Really good. Yeah. And then, like, the first thing that just made it turn, I remember, was, like, I just couldn't understand the concept of time anymore. <laughs> and I was just, like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, like... I'm stuck in Groundhog Day. <laughs> well, yeah, and then because I couldn't understand how time worked, like, the only thing that I've found now that gets me through, like, if I get too high, you just go, okay, it's going to be over. Like, eventually time will, like, pass. <laughs> eventually. Yeah, yeah. It feels like, like 10 fucking years. But, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I kept saying eventually, but then I'm like, no, like, my mind doesn't get time anymore, which means that, like, I'm just stuck in this thought. Like, because uh, hmm. I couldn't get, I didn't understand eventually. Yeah. Right? Right. Like, so I just got stuck in, like, this thought of, like, this is never going to stop being this way. Mm. And then, like, that's all I could think. So, like, as soon as I would start having fun, I'm like, oh, nice. And I'm like, oh, but forever? Like... <laughs> 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 I had to get up off the fucking bed and walk around because I was like, if I don't, I know I'm going to die. Yeah, well, and then I went upstairs and then I went and I, like, I remember falling onto the toilet and then, like, it felt like I was just, like, sinking into a hole. Like, my body just fully wasn't there anymore and I was yeah. just puking and I was yeah. just like, Bleh. Yeah. Yeah, and then I stayed off weed for like almost a whole another year. Yeah, I got high once, and then I was like, not for me. Yeah, I went to our loft and just fucking sat in a chair for at least five hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was That's a... so. Loud. Did you sleep or did you just sit in? No, I just sat there fucking looking out the window, sat man. Awake for five hours. Yeah, dude. I was like, I don't know if it's ever gonna end, and I was like shaking. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden I was fine. Yeah, it Got just goes away. Yeah, you just I just stood up, walked downstairs, really? went to bed, and I was like, All right. Dude, that's <laughs> the other edibles start and stop immediately. They're very abrupt. I remember yeah. get like eating edible and then like whatever an hour and a half later, like being high, and then having the thought like I couldn't have just started started getting high yeah, there's no build up to it like i'm so high like no. there's no way that i was sober a minute ago yeah <laughs> like or less than a minute like five seconds no, there's like, no it build hits, up like yeah, the yeah. fucking floor drops out from beneath yeah, you like it's like instant it's yeah. crazy yeah it, it doesn't happen with anything else like it, if you smoke weed it doesn't happen like no. drinking it doesn't happen no. like it's just eating edibles that it's like yeah. a fucking zero to a billion fuck it's <laughs> I had a really fun experience, and then that one was like, 
I don't know if I'm ever doing this again. <laughs> Man, my dad did edibles with his neighbor. He... <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a big stoner when he grew when he was growing up. He grew up in the, he was born in like uh, 1956. So okay. yeah, in like 1970, he was 15 years old. Yep. So it's like, yeah, he grew up from 15 to 25 was the 70s for this dude. Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he smoked some weed growing up and whatever. And then like, yeah, when I was a kid, he was like smoked a little bit of weed until I was like 15 and he stopped and whatever. Um, so he went to his buddy's place and they had like cookies and he ate one and then made the stupid rookie mistake of like, oh, this edible ain't shit. Give me more edible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't smoked weed in like 15 years. But he was like, I fucking smoked so much weed when I was a kid. Cause he like grew his own fucking weed. Like he was one of those gangster. Like when it was illegal, he was still like, fuck you. Just like smoking like in public guys. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> he was just like that dude. Yeah. So, uh, he was like, fuck that. Like I'll do this. Had like three cookies or some shit. And then God, like so high, he was just like, did the classic, like, I have to leave now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, brain, tell my mouth what words to say. <laughs> he was just like at the neighbor's house, like hanging out with like his neighbor and his wife and him and his girlfriend. And then just did the like, I am going to go home. <laughs> like, too high move. Goes back home. And his girlfriend says she comes back. She, like, goes to, like, check on him because he just upped and dipped. And she comes and just finds him, like, standing in the bedroom. She's like, babe, babe, I can't get my clothes off. (laughs) And she had to, like, undress him and get him to bed. He's just standing in the middle of the room, like, unable to get undressed. Oh, and then but, he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't touched weed since I offered him when I uh, when I went to Ontario to visit. I had some pot, and I was like, "Come on, Dad, it's legal now." Like you used to smoke all the time, and you're just like, "No, fuck that!" Like, <laughs> can't do it. Too many That's cookies. funny. That's awesome. The second time I did edibles, we went to fucking Cafe Amore for some pasta, <laughs> and then the breadsticks came, and I got the pasties, and I couldn't oh, eat them. No, you're just <laughs> sitting there just eating a piece of actual chalk, essentially. Yeah. You're just like. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I had to give them out. I'm like, I can't eat these guys. That's I'm going to so choke funny. and die. Just drink water while you eat <laughs> Yeah, <them>. exactly. <laughs> That's so uh, funny. So uh, you want to tell us about your uh, new new stand-up uh, Oh, yeah. I guess we, we talked about tour quarantine. Here. It's, it's yeah. not even a thing. I just figured, yeah, I might as well plug this while I came out. Um, essentially what we're doing, this is for local Edmonton people and you guys got Edmonton listeners, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys are small business oriented. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both of them are from here. <laughs> yeah. You're looking at both of them anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's basically geared towards small businesses in Edmonton. We realized that this year kind of blows and, uh, for like staff holiday parties, there's not really much choice of what you can do because bars won't let you come in in big groups and you can't have dance floors and you can't have DJs. And so we, uh, some friends and I put together a local, local catered comedy dinner and a show. Nice, dude. Yeah. Beauty. So we got, uh, 
We got some deceptive. Look at this deceptive marketing on oh, there. Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, right at the bottom. Was the regular twelve fifty yeah. twenty twenty reduced price four ninety nine. Shit, dude. Hey, hey, hey. Which that's actually true. So if you want to hire a stand like a professional stand up, literally either of the comedians on the show for your private Christmas party, and you're like, how much is it for you to come do our company's like Christmas party? Yeah. We're like, it is one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for me to come do your christmas show okay so that is like it's kind of a lie it's bogus but it's like mm -hmm. if you wanted your six person company to have your own private comedian it would cost you one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for us probably more because we would be like i don't want to do the six person fucking show for your <laughs> hair salon <laughs> just the six of us sitting there looking at you yeah yeah but yeah, so essentially, it's like if you want to hire a comedian to come do your company show, it's going to cost you over $1,000. Yeah. But if you have a small business and you want to come to this show, it'll cost you 500 bucks if you book in September. Okay. Um, and then I think uh, 600 if you book in October and then 750 if you book in November. Just kind nice. of a, How many tables? Uh, we can fit about 15 in. Okay. We're hoping we sell enough in the early birds that we can add a Saturday and kind of get some more work for everyone and nice. you know some more companies some, some parties Fucking so that's a. this is all on december 11th yeah december correct? 11th that's yeah, a friday yeah yeah so yegholiday.ca has all the like the links for the tickets Beauty. and like the menu and everything and it's like uh it's crazy man so i also i work at central i mentioned mm -hmm. and uh so business obviously for restaurants around the world is is been tough yeah and so i this was also an opportunity to get them some business so i'm paying them like the full catering rate to do everything but it's a it's an event for them to you know get some more income in so they're doing a really cool like a three and a half course meal essentially Fuck yeah for us yeah so you get Dope. everyone gets their own dessert Fuck yeah. and then you get a choice of appetizer and a choice of entree and then uh, there's chips and dip like at the table on arrival for everyone to kind of munch on and so, yeah, we're going to do a whole dinner in the show. There's a bar there, so there will be liquor service. Like, there's waitresses to and from the table, so yep. you don't have to, you know, mingle, no COVID. Everything's going to be AHS approved and ready to roll. Beauty. Nice, man. All distanced or whatever, the tables yeah. and shit. And where, so, where is this venue? Uh, it's just south of White Ave, actually. And what's it called? It's called the Sugar Swing Ballroom. Sugar Swing Ballroom. Yeah. And it's south of White? Yeah. So we had to pick, it's on like 80th Ave and it's kind of behind uh, MKT, like in that neighborhood behind yep. oh, where they built okay, like okay, those okay. new condos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. in there by like Dirks and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It, oh, really? I was looking okay. for venues because they, they want to have the food like prepared, but cooked for, they want to have good meals for everyone. You know, we're trying to make this mm -hmm. as good of a show as possible. Like we have a great comedian coming through. We have a real chef who's going to be cooking. Every, like our head chef is going to be doing all the prep and all mm -hmm. that stuff. Yep. And so, um, we want to make sure that it's good for everyone. So we wanted to be able to cook it there. So we're trying to find a place with like with a kitchen, kitchen yeah. but also that allowed outside catering. Mm. And so there's only two in Edmonton that we really could find. And this one's not ideal because they don't have like an industrial kitchen but uh we're gonna do our best to like make sure that you know at least the stuff that needs to be heated up is gonna get heated up and done there so that we're not you know bringing raw chicken and covid <laughs> with us <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> good for you man Sick, man. so yeah so we're hoping i don't know if you have a small business and you you want to do something for your staff it's it's 500 bucks and you get dinner for everyone you get a show for everyone and it's uh yeah Hopefully, it's it's going to be a good show. Drew Bain nice. is the headliner. You can look him up. Gnarly is his album. It's available on Spotify and iTunes, and he's on Sirius XM. His album gets played on there, and 
he has a podcast called This Week with Drew, so you can check him out, and if you enjoy him, you can come to the show. Cool, man. Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Small business listeners of ours, which we do actually have a few. Hopefully we can uh, <laughs> send them your way. This yeah. is awesome. I like this idea. Nice fun. Yeah. So, heck yeah. Come. Come to that, people. People. Do it. <laughs> do it. And what we'll have, put you a, guys, have you we'll guys put had to do anything there. like this? Because like this, the reason literally we like thought of this because most of our work is like d- doing that, like mm-hmm. going, yeah. getting paid twelve hundred and fifty dollars yeah. to go do a company Christmas show is mm-hmm. the best way to make a living as a stand-up comedian. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like hard. It's hard to do it because first of all you have to sell it, and second of all you have to be a pretty freaking good comedian to. <laughs> command that make, price yeah well that and make a whole company of people laugh well like their significant others and their bosses in the room and like yeah. right right exactly that whole thing so it's like mm. that's why we honestly that's like why the reason the price is that much because if you go like to a comedy club like when i headline a comedy club i don't make the same amount of money as i do when i yeah. go do like a private show but it's because I have to do stuff in front of your boss and still make you laugh <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the reason but so that's how we kind of made a living and so mm. we were all looking at our calendars and kind of august september is when you start booking those things yeah. that's when hr departments are going through their stuff for you know the right, holidays right. yeah okay and so everyone was kind of looking at their calendars i literally don't have a single one booked and like i had um i had one show like reschedule three times on me like since like the phase one reopening like mm. it just keep getting pushed back like sorry like we're not opening this month maybe next month mm-hmm. like put it on hold for yeah. us no not this month next month put it on hold for us which obviously understandable like i'm not mm-hmm. upset about it yeah. but you know it's work that's gone and then i was supposed to go do a tour through ontario like that's gone and no word on like when that's you know getting replaced so i was like well shit this sucks like yeah <laughs> have I you been doing to... stuff at uh, comic strip or yeah 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 the comic strip reopened at phase one so i got yeah. i did their first weekend open with kathleen mcgee who i think you guys had yeah, on yeah. recently yeah a couple weeks ago yeah she's hilarious we she sold Very out funny. like that weekend was yeah. sold out and like nice. yeah, we had so much fun that weekend yeah those sick. were really fun crowds and it was like right after quarantine so everyone was just like oh something to do yes yeah happy to be out mm. so yeah we had wicked crowds so yeah that's been nice but like yeah our actual big money stuff all kind of went away so i was like well maybe oh, i gotta yeah. book something myself kind of nice, make your own event yeah I like so it we had to get choose yourself so you did, have you guys had to do any of that like getting like weirdly innovative and just do like a i would prefer not to do this but i gotta do this covid thing i started selling my body so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not been very good yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like oh, i just stop being so choosy about the clients <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, honestly, like we what we were talking before the show started. Like for our business, because it's not like it's public facing, but in very, very, very small groups of like a couple people. Yeah. Not a lot actually changed really for like what. F- fortunately, so so I'm cool with the phase two th- level of things being open because I can kind of operate my business moderately normally. Honestly, yeah. so mm. we're pretty lucky that way, I suppose. Yeah. But. Uh, Granted, on that note, I guess maybe trying to get creative with a few ways to generate business and whatnot. But uh, no, nothing, nothing. Frankly, not nothing quite as big as that. So yeah, no, that that's good. You found a solution. Do you think like any normal companies are going to do Christmas parties, or will it be too much of a shit show, even if they distance their tables and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Like honestly, that's the the issue is how. 
at this point, it comes down to what everything comes down to, just the language. It's like, how big is a cohort allowed to be? Like, what is... Right, Can right. you bring your spouses to a company Christmas party? Mm, or can you have... Right, right. Can you still do the door prizes and have, like, the MC? Like, yep. can you do a DJ if there's no dance floor? Or right. are they like, no, because we know as soon as you start getting liquored up and there's music playing, you're going to make a dance floor in between the four tables? Well, and even the thing, if... Uh... Yeah, maybe your tables are spread out, but if it's a company that's been working from home and no one's really seen each other, yeah. and now you're in a room, even if you're spread out and you're boozed up, like yeah. the rule, that's the thing and too, the is mask, like once people's, like, yeah, Matt, well, what, are you going to strictly sit at your table with Joe from accounting who you can't stand, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't been able to find a solution for larger companies, which mm-hmm. obviously usually is our target because they're the yeah. ones who have... A little enough. bit more money for it. Yeah. yeah. So our solution was basically just like, well, instead, let's try and you know make a solution for People places who... like you know s- salons and I thought tattoo shops and weed stores and salons and mechanic shops were kind of yeah. the, the places that I could think of that would have you know six to twelve employees mm, that could yeah. buy one to two. Tables. There's a lot of small like, uh, and we'll talk about this after, but like what more like uh, I would say like white collar small uh, small offices marketing and shit who might be good mm-hmm. yeah. for that too. But uh, anyways, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of small businesses, so maybe so yeah, we just basically get them to like, do something fun for their staff. Exactly. We'll change our focus instead of going after people who yeah. can bring us an audience of 150. We'll try and find a number of companies that can bring us you know, Interesting. a small audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Man. Cool. No, I like it. That's very, yeah, damn. Actually, on that and on that note, Natural Transition, uh, got any shows coming up? How's, how's the comedy scene um, looking? I don't, I mean, I've got, uh, we're doing a show at the Meyer Horowitz, but I think that's only for U of A students. Where's uh, that? It's uh, it's their little theater on campus. Oh, okay. Um, they usually do like a week of welcome thing, um, but they can't, oh, really? they can't do it this year because yeah. the space we're doing is too small, so they're doing like a supplementary thing for that. So if you're at the U of A on the 24th of September, I will be at the Meyer Horowitz. And then I'm in white court on the 26th, so that really doesn't um, matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm doing a weed comedy festival, but I have no details about it. That's October 9th and 10th. I do believe that that's in the city, though. So okay. keep an eye out for that. Sterling is my contact for that. Sterling Scott, have you guys had him on? No, no. not yet. Well, he's, he's funny. Get him on. Yeah. He's very funny. Sounds Hopefully good. soon. And then, yeah, this won't Sterling. be out, but in t- two days, I'm headlining the comic strip, which is, I'm very excited Fuck about. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's I saw that actually on your Instagram. Now yeah. that I think about it. That's been a Dope. cool. Nice. You still get tickets for that? Yeah. Fuck, I got some tickets for comic strip. I might go see you. This Thursday? Yeah. They email me all uh, the Wednesday. time. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Today's Monday. Fuck. time is a construct yeah it's been fun we've uh that's been cool they've had to use people nearby they can't bring people from la and new york anymore yeah that's what i've noticed is their lineups i'm like oh i know all these people (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah they they are but it's been cool because like i don't know goodish turnouts or what yeah well like i was saying kathleen it was like sold out the whole the sunday was sold out which is i mean not what sold out was pre-covid but it's like there's still like i'm there were still more people who tried to buy tickets than were allowed into the venue. Mm-hmm. And so, Do you have to like, like, wear your mask when you're in there? You have to wear it to the table, mm. and then the tables are all six feet apart. Yeah. Like okay. It's the magical land, dude. Yeah. Right. So magical land. I'm sitting down. Just take it off. Yeah. yeah. 
So <laughs> none of the front row is sat because you can't be within like six feet of the comedian. Like, right, right. Know, okay. And then everyone's like distanced. So the audience so are like is crowd work really, like, comedians kind of screwed. <laughs> I kind of not really. I worked with a guy this weekend and like you can, it's still like, it's busy enough. It, it honestly looks like a biz, like we've always been, or I, me and some other comedians have said, it looks like a busy Wednesday every time now. Gotcha. Okay. It just always I see looks like saying. a busy Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, you know when you go to a restaurant, you're like, oh, it's busy for a Wednesday. <laughs> like, that's what it's like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, that's what it's like in there all the time. <laughs> so, but it's been cool because like we get that and then the feedback hasn't really changed. Like you still get after the show, like the tables that come up and they're like, oh my god this is like my first time at a comedy show is amazing or like we come here all the time and like mm -hmm. we've never seen you before and we loved it like i heard people saying to kathleen what i hear them say about you know people from la and new york and mm -hmm. wherever else from toronto and vancouver and they laugh just as hard and they sold just as well so like i'm hoping part of me is like well maybe some of the clubs not even the, like the clubs but like just anyone who was booking comedy shows is like, oh, we can just book the people who are close by. Like, we don't have to be importing comedians. Mm -hmm. We can just give business to the people who are here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're just as good. Like, it turns out that being born somewhere else doesn't actually give you the gift of being funnier. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> so that a wild idea in, you the, know what, in man? the industry? The amount of times I've heard people be like, a comedian, like from Edmonton, you're like, why does that yeah how? i can still be funny here <laughs> like how would that matter explain to me how it would matter i hear wuhan's completely open though so they might be exporting you soon yeah i heard <laughs> i heard the, you're hilarious if you come from wuhan <laughs> play God. world pranks over there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if they're just like, ah, I got you. Yeah. Like the Dave Chappelle gotcha bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Awesome. Well, oh shit, I think that's probably time for an episode. Yeah. Alex, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Everyone, so. check them out. Be sure to check out uh, Yeg Holiday. Yegholiday.ca, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y E G Holiday.ca. Beauty. Yeah. We'll put a link below if you're interested. And if you're listening to this on this Wednesday when it comes out, Alex will be performing tonight at the comic strip at West Ed. So uh, go, go check him out. Yeah. Check it. See you there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys.